0: Good morning. Kendra hit go. So we're live. It's nine o'clock on Friday, June 5th. And this is Emacs Podcast and Coffee. And we are here on Zoom, hopefully for one of our last Zooms. We get to go back to the studio soon, I hope. And um, we have Ming Chen running everything for us, the madman guru himself from the shared universe. Hey. And <laughs> and Kendra O'Connor, my co-host from Envoy Creative Services. And our guest today is our dear friend, Jane Tresnan. She's the owner of CubeSmart and Red Bank. Jane's also a member of our board. Um, for Emac and on eighteen gazillion committees and gets gets those calls all the time. I shouldn't say that because then nobody's gonna want to be on our committee.
1: <laughs> you reeled you reeled me in, Jen, for right. sure.
0: So <laughs> Jane just happened to mention once the skill she had, which we were lacking in our so Jane got to fill in the skill that we liked. So uh, she's an awesome communicator as well as just being an awesome all-round um warm smart intelligent woman so it's pretty cool and women-owned business by the way two women-owned businesses on with us today yes yeah yeah so awesome way to go um oh kendra you're playing with your camera you were sorry. Right. yes <laughs> i needed to i needed to adjust here i had a problem <laughs> i hadn't had enough coffee yet kendra i'm going right. <laughs> sorry. so let me give you guys a little bit of an update on EMAC. Um, So we have been consistently running our um, Tuesday 5 o'clock Business After Hours Unique Networking. Um, And that's been really cool. It kind of morphed into its own thing, which is um, we all meet. And then if there's enough to break out into groups, we do. And then if not, we stay in one small group. And um, we've been working on networking skills or just kind of sharing ideas to help people get over different issues that they're having currently. And it's been really interactive. And you really get an opportunity to know the people on it. It's very interesting. Um, and we've had a lot of fun with that. And then we're still doing... That's Tuesdays at 5. And then Wednesdays at 9, we have our EMAC connections, which is usually a speaker who comes to speak to us for about 20 to 30 minutes. Then we ask questions. And the speaker is usually... Currently, we've been talking about just getting through the pandemic just how to handle all different issues of business, ourselves, personally, our children. We've had education, we've had therapy. We've had, <laughs> we've had all sorts of stuff. Um, not enough therapy to go around at this point in my opinion, but we're handling it. That's true.
2: We For just all have, of us, not just you. Why we oh, bring absolutely. A,
0: hence why we bring a drink with us to the BAH. You <laughs> know <what I> mean? <laughs> So it's actually really fun because it is like an after hour. So everybody on the Zoom brings a cocktail and we all cheer in the window to each other. Kind of Jane, you've been on it. It's kind of silly. Oh, it's great. It's great, right?
1: It's great. It's it's, like it's a it? nice
0: replacement for
1: what we used to do. <clears throat> so um it's something to look forward to at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Connect with everybody. I, I didn't I-, I didn't really know how
2: those rooms were gonna work. And I, I really I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. And kind uh of cool. I actually made a new friend in one of the groups. You know, I now we're talking.
0: Uh, you know, another business owner, and it's it's really been nice. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's kind of what the point is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I won't reveal all secrets yet. I'll save that. But I will tell you that the BAH is planning something interesting um, for the end of July. So as things start awesome. to back- open up we're conservatively going to give something a shot. So we'll let you guys know when that's finalized. Um, so that's, that's exciting. You know, that was like, Oh, but what if this? it's very weird trying to plan anything, even if you can, it's very strange. So, um, I will also tell you guys that on, um, please keep up with our, if you're interested in what's going on, please keep up with our, um, news page because we are constantly updating that. Um, I know I mentioned I was sitting on the council with the senator, um, Senator Gopal and assembly members, how to, how, hoteling. I'm so sorry. One of these days I'll get his name right. Hoteling and Downey and, um, a whole bunch of other people really smart, really working on getting this done, um, getting us back open safely. I think that's one of the biggest, get it open quickly because we need to get the economy going, but get it open safely. Um, I was on a call yesterday with about 30 something chambers. And the New Jersey State Chamber, we're going to be working on forming a kind of like a Chamber of Commerce Association. So where um, Tom Bracken, who's the president of the New Jersey Chamber, said um, that, you know, and he's right, a lot of states that are reopened faster have more collaborative chambers working together. And they had more more of a seat at the table, legislatively wise. And he's like, "Okay, we need to help ourselves out with this." So that's kind of what we're going to be working toward for that. Um, Busy, 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 busy. I never thought that when no one was working, everyone was working. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys? I mean, I know you're both really busy too. It's well, I I know you're busy doing. Yeah, I feel
1: like we've been busier than ever. You know, just reacting and trying to figure out how to how to uh, handle the business and you know during these times but um, yeah busier right. than ever
0: and it's funny because at first we were busy reacting but at the same time you're trying to p- plan to be proactive exactly yeah and go through what you don't really know is going to happen so mm-hmm. anyway um, so that's kind of what's going on in Emac um, oh wait no we have a, we've been adding to our YouTube channel a lot yes. We've been doing a lot of video. We've been putting a lot of stuff up. Um, we're, oh, my gosh, Jane, I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Every Tuesday through <laughs> July 7th at, well, Don't I work should working on this. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're not actually going to broadcast live. We were going to try to do that, but uh, we had yeah. technical difficulties. But every Tuesday, we will put up a new video on our homepage um, and on our YouTube channel. And each video is about three minutes long, three to five minutes long. And it explains the chamber. What our mission is, and how we are striving to meet our mission, and how our mission is, and what we do is beneficial to you. So, um, Chris Ryan and I just did our first one this past Tuesday, and Jane is doing it with is doing it. No, Jane is not doing it with anyone. Jane is going to be going to be the clean show. Going uh, no, a clean going, show, yes. <laughs> Going to be speaking on there the next go. part. There yeah. you go. With Randy. Chatting Pollikens. with Randy. Yeah, yeah. Chatting with Randy Pollockins right. from uh, Friedman LLP um, mm. next Tuesday. So there'll be a new video. So our, our videos are being posted on our homepage every Tuesday. Um, and, it's, and they're also on our YouTube channel. So we're actually looking for people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Can you imagine us being YouTubers? That would be so cool. <laughs> Okay. And, you know, I want to say Instagram, we had more than 50 views, which is
2: which is good for us. That's big for us. Well, so, on that, yeah, on we that nice comments, great job. Awesome video. Um, also, by the way, Kevin Mote is on. He said, yay,
0: Jane. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, comments. Kevin. <laughs> one of my <laughs> biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so let's introduce Jane. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, Jane's been a little nervous about doing it as is everyone who comes to our podcast and then doesn't realize we just sit around and goof off and talk the whole time yeah. It's important stuff
2: that's so, right yes.
0: yes why don't we start with the e- <clears throat> we'll start with the easy stuff first which is sure. your what because you became very involved very fast as soon as you joined the chamber and you know with your mm-hmm. your um forward thinking and your um you know just your professionalism everything we're asked quite quickly to be on the board right so why don't you explain why you went join the chamber sure what sure. it is and, and just give us a little chamber jane and chamber history
1: yeah okay um well i think my first motivation uh to join the chamber was to get the word out about my new um smart in red bank we opened um in uh our, our real opening, what first, first 10, it was probably March of last year. And um, so I contacted, I thought, oh, the Chamber of Commerce would be a great way to um, get the word out and contacted Jen and was immediately um, enthralled with her vibrant nature and uh, energy. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, gosh, you know, this is, I didn't know what to expect. I've never been involved in Chamber of Commerce. So, um, So I went to the first breakfast and of course, you know, Jen, you know, grabbed hold of me and, and introduced me around. And I realized that not only was this going to be a great place to, um, spread the word of my company, um, and my business, but, um, it was going to be a great way to network. It was going to be also, it was going to be fun and, um, the social aspect. So I I feel like the chamber, Well, definitely has brought me out of my comfort zone (laughs) in doing (laughs) things like this that I wouldn't normally ever do. Um, I love being on, I started with the, um, I guess, communications committee kind of by default, right, Jen? Yeah, you
0: did. And now you're chair. You started and you became (laughs) chair very
1: quickly. So became chair and then, um, and also on the marketing and then membership committee. And it's just a great um, group of members who really work well together, um, collaborate really well. But at the same time, we have a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I hope it's okay for me to say that. Yes, I mean, well, we have
0: fun. <laughs> we, we definitely have fun. Yeah.
1: So um, when Jennifer asked me to be on the board um, last, uh, well, uh, last fall, I guess, or, you know, yeah, um, I said, sure, why, you know, why not? And um, so uh, it's really... Help me grow professionally, whether it's getting the word out on the business, getting, um, gaining new customers, um, you know, professionally, but also personally, as I said, by kind of, um, letting me contribute, um, to all of the, um, all the mission of, of Emacs. So it's been great. And, And you, you know, I hope to continue.
0: On communications, you get to use different skills. We, uh, we, Jane, we love, lovingly asked Jane, Jane, we think we need to increase our press releases. Would you please write press releases? Here's the information. <laughs> and I was so like, Jane, okay. Jane and Jill do a great job doing press releases and, and we're really, really trying to get ourselves out there. Um, and, right. you know, let people know it's not, we started out saying it wasn't Grandpa's Chamber. Um, you know, as you can tell by looking at the three of us, we're not spring chickens, but we're pretty darn happy and energetic and and fun and we're certainly not grandpas. Yeah, so uh right. Exactly. Right, right? I'm not a grandpa. Um thank God I'm not even a grandma yet. Oh no, either am I, so yeah, right? you? yeah you neither. You're yeah. far away. <laughs> so anyway, um yeah so and and just to make it Uh, I mean, I know it keeps coming back to me because I'm the mouthpiece, but, uh, Jane was, it was not my sole idea to ask Jane to join us, um, on the, on the board. She's recognized by many people she works with as just really being on the ball and, um, new, new thoughts. And it. it's awesome. So we love that. So thanks, oh, Jenny.
1: That's very sweet. Thank you very much. But I think, as I said, it's, it's a collaboration and, and I've learned so much from um, being on those committees and, uh, and just enjoy it. And especially through this time, it's giving, given me some, um, in addition to business, it's been nice to be able to be on the committees and zoom together and, and, you know, still, still stay really focused and working. So it's been great. Cool. Yeah.
2: So Jane, I, you know, I, I love, you know, girl power stuff and you are a woman business owner. And can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with CubeSmart and you are now the owner of CubeSmart Red Bank and it takes a little courage to do that. So how did that all come about?
1: Yeah, well, um, it's, it's, um, an interesting story, um, I uh, what happened, um, my husband was in the storage business for um, over 20 years. He was a commercial banker, then in the storage business. And um, we have two other places that are not run by CubeSmart. They're run individually by myself and my partners. But um, he had found this wonderful little plot of vacant land in this little industrial, tiny industrial zone on Central Avenue um, in Red Bank. And uh, went into contract with these with these lovely sellers also um, from from the Red Bank Fairhaven, Rumson area. Just love these people. Um, they were at every, attended every planning board meeting in support of me to get to get us approved. Um, so then he became ill, and um, this was after he had just gone into contract with this with the land. Um, he had had a development team put together, and um, he was in the hospital for, for many months and every, you know, every day I'd, you know, I'd be there and he'd, and he'd say, you know, what about Red Bank? What about Red Bank? He was so focused and so excited about this project to build the first time he was going to build construction, um, from ground up, a storage place from ground up and new multi-story and very different than the, than our other two places. So I kept saying, don't worry, don't worry. Well, you know, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And, um, So sadly, um, he passed away in October of 2015 and we hadn't even been to the planning board yet. And, um, people were like, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Why didn't we sell the contract? And I didn't even know what that meant. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I was like, uh, I don't know you know, I met with the sellers, you know, they were wonderful. They're like, if you want to just go through with it. So I decided to, um, to build it. Wow. So, um, I was very fortunate. I had a lot of support. Um, the development team was wonderful. Um, my lender slash partner is a leader in the storage industry. He actually flew in from Tennessee, stood in for Tom at the first uh, planning board meeting. And um, they kind of swooped in and kind of made sure we were, you know, I was going to be successful in building this. Um, so, um so it was kinda like, all right, I gotta do this. You know, my husband, that's all he kept saying, you know, was he was so excited about this project I couldn't let it let it go. So that's what wow. I did.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I I didn't realize that there that there was that element to the story. That's that's really nice. Yeah. And so how yeah. many, <laughs> yeah, how many years
1: has yeah. it been since you've had Cube Smart up and running? So um We it took us a little while. I mean, we had to get through the planning board, and again, I'd never been in front of a planning board. I think we were in front of them. Oh my goodness, presenting at least five times to get to get approved, and so that was a process in itself. Um, Just getting the board to understand what self storage is, and you know, no one wants self storage coming in, and it's like we're going to build this beautiful building and clean up this vacant lot, you know, and actually provide a buffer. From some of the other industrial companies there, and and you know for the for the residents, whatever. Um, so it took us a long time to get through um, the planning board with Red Bank, and um, so once we got approved, it took us uh, about, oh two years to build, I guess. And um, so now we've been open um, since last. That's February 2019, and one thing I decided to do was to have CubeSmart. They're like a third-party management company, um, so that I didn't have to be kind of bogged down with the day-to-day uh, running of the business. So they bring in their own uh, employees. They're they're they don't have any ownership in the company, but they are my third-party uh, manager. Um, so um, so that's that's what I'm doing and. Um, we're doing okay. We're like 60% occupied. So I'm excited. Um, I tried to trying to do a little more boots on the ground marketing, which is like something like this. And uh, we did some of the, um, we did the Guinness wine and food fest in Red Bank and just trying to become a little bit more of the community as well.
0: Jen, um, where are your other two? I know they're independently owned and I'm assuming you kept mentioning Nashville. So, um, oh no yeah i don't have
1: anything in nashville okay. oh nashville oh tennessee yes no tennessee is my um my lenders
0: and anybody okay. in the
1: storage business memphis tennessee if they hear me mention memphis um they'll um, they'll know who i'm talking about and okay. uh, as i said they they are leaders in the storage business and so when they um when they uh, uh my husband had um Decided to be, do the financing through them. As I said, they kind of swooped in and helped me out. Um, my other uh, two places, I have a place um, with a different partner in Bethlehem Township Storage and then um, another partner in West Orange Storage.
0: And Bethlehem um, is Pennsylvania? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ray's on his way there now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, because he's playing golf with his best friend who lives in Bethlehem. So I'll have to say, Ray, Very... drive by and take a picture yes. of James, place, Yes.
1: So they're a little different. They're a little older. So the the cute smart is a little more the the new generation and um, uh, climate controlled and all that all that great stuff. So, um,
0: so yeah. yeah, you told me a very funny story about your kids the other day, and you're looking at businesses and the way you look at oh. buildings and so tell that story because that's a yeah. really funny story.
1: Well, I think that what started happening. Um, I was a teacher when all this happened, a second, second career was teaching English. And, um, which I think you liked Jen, because for the, <laughs> you're for the like, okay, writing writing things. This yep. <laughs> so, so storage, I mean, I got to know things through my husband because he would come home and talk to me every day about everything. And you know, it's, it's sometimes you listen. Sometimes you're not really listening, <laughs> but you, um, thank goodness I was. And, um, so when i got involved with all of this um i really kind of immersed myself and i think it was a good thing for me too because it kept me busy and and got me you know out of bed every morning but um so what my kids mentioned one day we were taking a trip somewhere and driving along and i said oh you know look at that property that would be great for self-storage or i'd say oh look at that facility you know that looks pretty nice or look at you know what and they started to say you know, mom." You know, stop. You sound, you know, you've turned into dad, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I think I have. So, I you know, you know I've gone from teacher to to self-storage owner, developer. I'd like to do another project. And um, you know, so so they were funny. They're like, remember when you didn't like to listen to him all the time about you know, everywhere
0: <laughs> we went, you know, and now you've turned into him. So okay. um I love that story. Yeah. Um hey. how many how many women-owned storage facilities are there? Are you? Do you know? I mean, I can't imagine it's a big group.
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. Um, I know there's a smaller, uh, or there is a group um, within, like, the Self-Storage Association that is um, a women's group. I haven't joined it yet, um, but I've thought about it. Um, I would say it's pretty much male-dominated, um, but – but I'm not sure. Um, I was out at the convention in uh, in Las Vegas in in September, and sat at a table with some other operators. Um, and this lovely woman, and I can't remember the name of her place, but um, a bit older than me. And she said, she asked me, you know, how did you get involved in storage? And I said, well, it was my husband's business, and, and he passed. And she said, me also. And she said, now, um, so I feel like. Um, there may be more women coming into it or in I don't, I'm not sure about owners and operators maybe more women are um, uh, in other capacities for sure um, but uh, it was interesting that this woman kind of fell into it in the same same way that I did you know?
2: yeah. I love that I, I mean I, I certainly don't love that the circumstances but I think that message of people hearing that you know you can have a second, chapter you can do something different and that you just have to have the courage to do it because I mean that took had to take a certain amount of courage on your part because yeah your husband was doing it you heard things but to actually say I'm going to do this and take it on your shoulders that had right. to be scary
1: well it, it was I think it was like kind of baptism by fire it's like jump in and just do it and I as I said I was teaching at the same time so um because I was a little afraid of you know this was a tragic event. And I had, you know, three young adult kids, but my youngest was still in college. And I thought, Oh, I don't think I can give up the teaching stability yet um, until she's done. And so I was teaching and working with the development team as we were getting through approvals and then getting construction going. So I would do like emails on my prep. Then, as I said, the team were amazing because they would schedule meetings after school. So, it, it, I remember my, my, my lender from Tennessee, um, uh, Dean would get on the calls and he'd say, all right, Jane, how's school today? And I'd say, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was, it was kind of nice. He always, you know, would say, how's school today? I'd say, okay, it was good. And then he'd say, okay, put your developer hat on because now, we now we're going into a conference call or now we're going into a meeting with the architect or whatever. But um, the team helped me amazingly and my lenders helped me. Um, I didn't know the difference between a mechanical engineer and a structural engineer. I didn't know, I didn't know how to read architectural plans. And you, and I just asked many, many questions, you know, and people help, you know, you just, if they see you're genuine and you, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, I think that, um, people, people in general are good. And, um, I know that they also have a financial investment in things, but they're also there to help. So that, that's how, that's what I found. Um, so I would encourage anybody in this type of situation, you know, just try to, um, to reach out and, um, ask questions and you can, you know, you can do it. You get the support. You can do it without trying to sound too corny and mushy. No, but, no, it's great. It's a you know, great I mean,
0: message. yeah, I mean, you know, I, when I took over for the chamber, I was a stay-at-home mom who volunteered, who was a substitute teacher, who was doing some graphic design. You know, I had a lot of experience, but I hadn't had a career. Right. You know, not since I had had kids. I mean, I had a career before that, but not since i had had kids. And I stayed home. And, and again, you know, I jumped into something that I was aware of because my husband had been on the board for so long. So, I was very aware of EMAC. Right, but how to run a chamber on a day to day basis? It was jump yep. in and swim, mm-hmm. you know. And yep. and again, the questions you just ask questions, and people are so happy to help you oh, and to share absolutely. with you. Um, they really, uh, they really are. And then you get, you know, you find. I honestly think that the the more genuine you are, and the more you know, I you guys know this. What you see is what you get with me. Like <laughs> I couldn't do it any other way. So, you know, I think that does, like you said, people could see your ge- how genuine you were, Jane, and they believed in you and they helped you believe in yourself and helped you. And people are, people like to help. They really do. They do.
1: It's in their nature to help for the most part. And um, and all you have to do is ask. And I think uh, That's the know, hard sometimes part. it is the hard part. Or to show that you don't know everything. And I used to say, uh, uh, "This might." I would sometimes preview things and say, "Well, this might be a dumb question, but I don't understand this or that." And and uh, and people, they don't say, "Oh, you know, yeah, that, that is a true. dumb question." I <laughs> will <laughs> help you. You're not, yeah. and I think you're not supposed to be, especially in in um, what I learned. Um, even as in the, the development business, you hire the professionals. You know, you can't be. You can't know everything, you you know, and that was like in the beginning. I'm like, you know, yeah. I don't understand the legal or the financial or the you know, um, or how to read an architectural plan. And it's like, okay, just calm down. You you're not supposed to do that's why you have hired all these people to do this.
2: So yeah, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. You do yeah, tend maybe. to try and do everything yourself, and and that is where you kind of paint yourself into a hole. Yeah, or dig yourself into a hole. <laughs> Take yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how yeah. <laughs> emac ended
0: up partner that's how Emac ended up partnering with Kendra because I said you know what I do know how to do social media but I don't know how to do it well I can figure it out I'm smart enough to figure it out but I have all this other stuff to figure out so why wouldn't I hire Kendra who already knows how to do it right you and know
1: you, you communicate what you need to be what the result you want but to implement it you need to, you need to have the professionals. Yeah.
0: And their advice. I mean, they're in the industry of any industry. I mean, I think that's, that's one of the things we like about a chamber of commerce too, is because it's so many industries with different ideas and different ways to come at different solutions. And Mm -hmm. everybody has been in business for various numbers of years. Um, you know, like you said, teaching was your second career. So now this is your third.
1: This is my third, right?
0: You know, and that's why you can come hang out, it. With the, right? And that's why you get to come hang out with the ENG people because ENG <laughs> generation is just the next generation of careers. It's not necessarily age. They're really awesome about letting yeah. the older people join. I know I could be their mother, but yeah, so well, yeah, it. exactly. But yeah. you know, they let us participate because they're kind. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, that, you I mean,
2: know, we, I always think is important when I think with ENG, where people who are older should not think about not being involved, is that. That blend between new, I don't want to say old, but veterans and newbies, bringing the two of them together. I mean, it's amazing what what can happen when you are open to listening to someone with experience and someone with experience is open to listening to a young person. Sure. Amazing things can happen.
0: It really is. And we've, you know, I think we identified that early on. It just took a while to engage new people members and new blood to come in and see the value in that and, and become take an active role. And it's hard. I mean, I, you know, remember when we, Jane, you, I know you probably remember this, like you're working, but you have kids. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? And like they're young, Kendra, you're, you're still in that, but Jane and I are past that. Yes. Thank <laughs> um, goodness. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and so these are all young families, you know, a yes. lot of these young people are either not married, married with their first and, or second babies. And, They want, they don't want to spend a ton of time out on, they want to work. They don't necessarily want to spend a lot of extra time on networking. So it needs to find a fine balance for those, you know, young families that are young. And, you know, it's just, it's, but because the old people have been there, done that, we can say, okay, this is how we did it. How are you doing it? Right, so that when our kids have babies, we can say, "Well, we know this about now because we're not that old." But you know, exactly (laughs) different perspectives. And God, uh, if my daughter were to hear this, she'd think I'd be asking for babies as many times I said that. So not, (laughs) (laughs) so not, not yet, not yet, not yet. So, what is one of the most interesting story storage stories you have for us, Jane? Oh boy. I had a feeling you might ask this and I was trying to, it just you know, came to my head. It never <laughs> came to think about it. So, um, so it's
1: funny because so many people know
0: storage because of storage wars. Right. And, um, I don't know if you, if you, you know, I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, I, I have I, actually I, never seen it, but uh, well, when it first came out, I said to my husband, cause it was a while ago, I said, why didn't we think of that? You know, we could have been, you know, <laughs> this would have been uh, a lot of fun. Um, a lot of that is staged, uh, but so. Most reality TV is. Yeah, that's right, right. Um, well, uh, we've had a couple things happen. Nothing in in, in Red Bank that, you know, we're still so young, um, <laughs> there and everything's going along very smoothly. And we love our, we love our customers and we love the, the Red Bank area. Um, I remember years ago, my husband talking about him walking by. He's just checking um, in one of our, I, th- I think it was Bethlehem and he was um, just, you know, kind of doing a walkthrough of what was going on and we have drive up units there. And one of the um, the roll up doors was open and I think he caught this older man off guard and um, he was sitting in, the only thing in his unit was like a Barker lounger, okay? And he was sitting in there just reading his paper. And I remember my husband saying, well, you know, what are you doing? Like, there he didn't have any other things stored, nothing. He might have had an end table, you know, or something like A lamp, that. lamp, rug, coffee pot. No, no electricity, so I guess that's okay. why the door was open, you know. And he's like, what's going on? And, and, um, and the guy's like, well, you know. I just need some time away from my wife. And I and he was like, Oh my goodness. So you're coming here and you are literally sitting your time you away from your wife. So <laughs> I don't know how often that happens, but um he thought that was pretty funny. And <laughs> you know no, that
0: I, is true. It's like the real man cave. Yeah. You know. The original. Right. <laughs> the original man right. cave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um so I, I don't know how that
1: ended up, but I mean, we, you know, it's
0: with was, as long as he's not doing
1: anything that's, you know, could harm the facility or whatever. Um, and then we did have someone we suspected of living in, and that happens, I think with every owner. Yeah. And it's sad and it's, we, we had to go through, um, just kind of proving it. And then we were able to get that person some help through social services, because that was not a, not a good situation. And, you know, we can see who comes in and comes out and how often. And you're like, okay, it's a little odd if somebody's there every day. And, um, and this man. <laughs> He would sit in the hallway with his guitar and play his guitar. And that was, you know, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was unsettling to some of the client, the tenants.
0: Uh, this was okay. in a different facility also. But so
1: these are a little bit strange things, you know, but, um, you know, we have to be careful about that. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if that met your expectations, Jen. Well, Seth,
0: I don't want to bring a, you know, my experience in storage unit is it's like, you know, we watch a lot of crime drama in this house. Oh yes. <laughs> so, yes. you know, I'm like, I please don't tell one of those because I don't want to carry that stereotype. No, no. But you know, can no, I, it's pretty benign. And I, you know, I don't know about the industry itself, but, um, you know, to have the compassion that you had to get the person help, not just kick them out of your storage unit, you know, take a minute to say, I can't imagine you doing anything else, but (laughs) you know, I don't know that everybody would do that, you know, and it just, uh, that's, it's obviously a big need.
1: Well, and that's something, you know, I would like to, um, stress today that, um, in storage business, people think, "Oh, you know, how you know, it's pretty non-eventful." You know, what is it? You know, people are cleaning out their attic and they're, you know, going and putting storing stuff. But it's really a lot more interesting than that. Our managers—they're amazing. You know, we hire, especially in in um, in Red Bank, my my general manager and my other manager. I mean, they're just awesome. So um, hopefully, everybody will go out and, and meet them. Um, but. I, I mentioned this the other day in another um, meeting that our managers are kind of like bartenders or hairdressers in the way that storage, um, if people are storing, yes, sometimes it's because they're cleaning out their office. I mean, their, their attic or something or the garage. But many times it's because of a life event that has happened. And it could be good. Like they're, they're moving or they're getting, um, you know, they're, they're putting a renovation on a home or, um, you know, downsizing whatever. It's a happy thing, or it could be, um, not so happy. You know, it could be a death of a, of a family member. It could be maybe they're sad because their son or daughter's going off to the service and they need to store their things. Maybe they're a small business owner who had to shut their doors during COVID and store their equipment. So, Regardless, when people come in, customers come in, they always feel this need and we welcome it. My, my, my managers know every tenant and they know about every tenant. Um, they like to tell you their story. And you need managers who are okay with listening and taking the time because they're kind of sit there while you're doing the lease and, and they're, they're kind of like, you know, they feel the need to, to tell us what's, what's going on in their lives and why they're using storage um, so it's really important to have managers on staff who are, um, you know, compassionate, empathetic, um, uh, interested in the, in the customer. Um, and, um, you know, that's what we like to, you know, we like to promote or whatever and say that, uh, it's a lot more interesting than you think because yeah, people yeah. have all kinds of
0: stories. You Those know. are skills you can't really teach. Right. And you have to find those skills. You have to find the right people. You can teach them how to write a contract or how to answer a phone, but to teach them to have that compassion. Yes. Um, you know, it's a very special, and it's really funny because you wouldn't think that that is a key thing to find, um, you know, it's but no it is. right? is. <laughs> you're right. And, um, you know, it's true because you're they're going in and out because sometimes they pack something in stores that they need to get and they didn't know they were going to need to get it. So they're, they're there. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating because now <laughs> I've got, so now I have your next idea, Jane. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Career number four.
1: Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Cause
0: yeah. now the teaching you could retire from this one, you're going to have running by itself. You're going to be developing. You, you are such a, you know what you're doing with everything. So we're not going to have to worry about that. The I next career <laughs> is writing a book about the stories, storage yeah. stories. Yes. And you, because you've got the English, yeah, you've got I've the done. writing and there's, you've got the whole, now, see, yeah. look at that. There you, you go. Okay, keyboard. Jen.
1: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> when I'm sitting on a beach somewhere with nothing to do, I'll... Yes. <laughs> next summer, when you get to go back to the beach. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I've said that throughout this whole journey. Um, and, um, you know, I, I even have, uh, some funny titles I've thought about as I've gone through, (laughs) they all seem to be, you know, my kids will kill me for saying this, but they all seem to be um, like country music uh, titles because sometimes I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to need some whiskey glasses or something. But I mean, it's, it's like crazy. And again, you know, I know my kids right now are rolling their eyes.
0: But, um... If well, your kids are nice because if they're listening and watching, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're probably not listening. <laughs> <laughs> my kids are like, uh, no, I'd rather listen to, you know, I don't know what... I listen to murder mystery podcasts all the time. I'm like, I do really good podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Mom. yeah.
1: So it, it's... it's um this has been a true. This one has been a true, like labor of love, I guess you would call it. And um, so maybe that'll be the title
0: of my book, you know. And you have uh, so many books in you, though. You could write the labor of love about this, but then the stories could come in another book. Yeah. Look at that! I've already you got your Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one. Oh, that's great. So All good ideas, Kendra. Do you have a question for Jane? I have another no, one, but I feel like I'm hijacking the whole thing here. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been open in
1: Red Bank for how long? Said- um, since last, uh, I think February two thousand nineteen was our um, our first tenant. I think I said February so, March. Yeah. So and good. how
2: filled are you guys now? To- so we're
1: just over sixty percent, which is great. Wow. Which is good because normally it takes um, lease up is normally um, a couple of years. You know, three 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 years or so, three to four years for com- full capacity. Um, So, I think our projections were to be at 45 when we were a year. Um, So, even during um, COVID, which um, uh, obviously sidetracked everybody, um, we were very fortunate to be open still um, and able to, um, our office was able to be open. Um, We are doing, um, it's called Smart Lease, which is contactless rentals online, Um, even if you come in. Uh, you don't have to touch any, um, signature pads or anything. You do it on your phone. Um, we're kind of, we're wiping everything down. It's like one person in the office at a time. Um, so we're doing all the things that we, we needed to do, um, right away with COVID. So, um, May started picking up, which is great. I think everybody whose plans were pushed from March to April, you know, to May, um, and we're, oh, I'm sorry. We're in June, right? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so. Not
0: long. You're good. Just you can't so, report on June numbers yet. It's too early. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we're we're doing it. I'm okay. I feel I feel good, and I feel good about my other two facilities as well. They were already at like 90 percent capacity, but we had some move outs and some move ins, and um, uh, you know, we just want to be there for um, for everyone who um, is now kind of getting getting back to. Um, you know, New Jersey. You know, getting back to opening up. So, um, I think you
2: guys are one of the only in Red Bank, the only storage in the air in Red Bank proper, right?
1: Well, um, not quite. There's yeah.
2: I wasn't sure. Are you yeah. Kidding? Well, we okay. have
1: one around the, a couple blocks over that's been there um, a long time. Um, and the owner of that a lovely man. He also, um, my husband actually approached him at the very beginning when he was going into. Into my husband was a really nice man, very considerate, caring, whatever. Uh, and he went to this owner and said, "Listen, I'm going to purchase this property, and I'm looking to build self-storage. You know, are you okay with that? Or I just want to kind of give you the heads up." And he's like, "I'm fine. Uh, you know, I'm filled. Go ahead." And um, you know, we're very different than that facility, but um, I think they're doing okay too. Um, But we're not out on a highway, which I think is good. Uh, You know, my other competitors are out on 35. And and as a potential customer, I don't want to be on 35 on a Saturday afternoon or, you know, in the traffic trying to go get my... uh, Beach chairs. Beach chairs, you know, or or paddle boards or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're kind of tucked in this office, Dr. James Parker, in this um, little... Literally, literally, like one block industrial um, space. And um, I have wonderful neighbors, um, you know, um, across the street, blow petroleum, powerhouse signs. They helped me also when I was kind of, you know, we needed a certain lift and we needed something with signs. They were great. So we had this little, um, group there that I'm very happy to be with as well. So we
0: like um, a little industrial neighborhood. We are. <laughs> In the neighborhood, you could put on your Mr. Rogers jacket you just, Sorry.
1: So it's funny because <laughs> one of the one of my neighbors said, um, when we when we opened, he's like, Oh my goodness! Now, you know, I'm going to paint my my front of my building. He was all excited because we had gone from this vacant lot of dumpsters and to this beautiful building. And he was so funny because he said, uh, he said, you know, when you have your opening, you know, I, I want to paint my front and paint this and paint that, and you know. So it, it was kind of, you know, right away they welcomed us and uh, they were happy that the neighborhood was being improved a little
0: bit.
2: That's so, great. Yeah. it's great to have that kind of reception.
0: Yeah, for sure. I have a yeah. question. How did it differ? You have... So you had one in Bethlehem, and then this one's in Red Bank, New Jersey, your other one's in New Jersey? Yes. Okay. So how did the Pennsylvania... Was it much different for all the COVID stuff than... I mean, you know, timing-wise, were you on the same page with all of them at the same time? Or... Yeah. you know, um, you know pretty, what I'm trying much. to ask?
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think I um, panicked a little when it first came out that New, uh, Pennsylvania was, um, closing their business, you know, and, and you had to be essential and self-storage wasn't deemed in so essential right away. So, uh, and we, self-storage has always been kind of recession proof. They like to say that, you know, and all of a sudden it was like, yikes, um, this could be a problem. And, um, so that was like the week before New Jersey, I think, had kind of closed. And um, so anyway, Pennsylvania opened um, and allowed us or well, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania didn't open, but we were allowed to be um, open our offices and we did the same thing. We kind of uh, did. We put a uh, complex list rental in place, all of that. And um, New Jersey also. So I would say we're like a week apart. Um, I think Pennsylvania is maybe one week or two ahead of us in terms of phase two. Um, so it was pretty much on, on par. So um, just kind of, you know, was looking at what we were doing in, with CubeSmart and kind of implemented the same thing um, on a much smaller scale um, in Bethlehem and, and West Orange.
0: You know, um, so, yeah. That's nice. I um I have another question, Kendra. Jump in, like yeah, like punch me or something. Like I feel like I, and it's so funny. I spend a lot of time with Jane, and I have, but we just talk about being people. We don't talk business. Yeah. <laughs> but this question just came to me. What is the? It's two questions, so pick which one you want to answer. We only have okay. fifteen minutes left, so we'll get to the Okay. Side. But pick the favorite one first. One question is: What do you find? What have you found to be the most challenging business issue? And then the other question is, you said you wanted to develop, do another development, you know, so that question is, what is it that excites you? And what's your favorite part about that?
1: Okay. Hmm. Which question to answer? Ch- the challenge is, I feel like everything's been a challenge, but I hate to say that, but, um, and, and the challenge has been, I think more, um, uh, throughout these last few years was, um, learning everything, but also, um, juggling. Um, I, I stopped teaching two years ago, which helped. That was a little crazy. So, um, but it was juggling everything and then juggling, um, running my house, you know, household with, um, even though the kids are adult children, you know, they're, they're still, they're still there. So, mm-hmm. uh, so th- there's been a lot of challenges. Um, but in terms of development, which, cause as I said, I really love what I'm doing. Um, and, um, I am still looking for another property. Um, I would like to stay down in the, um, Monmouth area. And, um, in the industry, it's been said that there's a bit of a glut of self storage development. So, um, projects that have been built over the last couple of years. Um, but I still think there's a need down, um, down in, in lower New Jersey. So, um, and I, I really do enjoy looking for the property. Uh, never thought I, never thought I'd say that. Um, I love looking at the, prop for the property. Um, I, I, um, I just, the whole process, the whole process of dealing with the development team and, and the architect and the builder and the, and the engineers and, um, even the planning board people, <laughs> you know, who really were kind of against me in the beginning and, uh, they just needed to be educated and, uh, and know that we didn't need, 20 parking spots for, (laughs) for self storage, you know, um, seems to be a big, a big issue, of course, in in Red Bank area and many, many towns. Um, so I think I just enjoy looking for that next project. I find that very exciting, um, to, um, look for the next project, work with it, with a new development team and, um, and watch something build from the ground up, you know, so.
2: I don't know if you I ever, answered the question. You ever miss the teaching part?
1: Uh, well, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being careful because my fellow teachers who I also, who were super supportive during all of this, um, many keep saying, you know, come on back. You know, you got your place built. Time to come back. And um, I love the students. Um, I love all the, um, I love English. I love literature. I loved all of that but I really think this is where I was meant to be. So it's kind of nice. It is a late age, but I'm kind of happy that it's, I feel like it just, this is where I, sh- ended, I ended up where I should have been maybe a while ago, but.
0: Are you yeah. willing to share what your first career was?
1: Oh, my first career was advertising
0: account executive. Yes. Yeah. See, but all of this stuff, Gives you, that's what I've learned. You know, again, I found my dream job at 50 something, you know, over 50 um, and totally fell in my lap. So I, you know, circumstances, but I love it. It's like, yes. I i thrive on it. And I was like, but I know nothing about this, but every experience you have in your life. And I keep trying to tell my daughter who's looking at colleges now, she goes, but what if that's not what I want to do? I said, you're not going to learn anything that's going to harm you. Anything you <laughs> learn is valuable. Right. So no matter what you, ch- I mean, my major was fashion merchandising. For crying out loud, wow. you know, yeah. like. But everything I've learned brings you to where you are. It makes you who you are, and brings you to where you are in your life. And to say that you, you know, it's it's kind of a nice feeling to say you found your home. Or You found yeah. where you want to be.
1: It is, and it um, it's like I used to tell my students, you want to be like a life lifelong learner. And the same thing, Jen, like you know, you said, you know, it, it can never hurt you what you've learned along the way. And I do say that to my my children also that don't panic that that you think you're never going to find the right career. You will, but you got to try a, a few different hats on along the way. Um, I have, you know, I, I have my undergrad. And then I went back to school and my husband was like, Oh, and then I went back for a teaching degree and he was really rolling his eyes. They're like, Oh my goodness. Like what? And I, I love school. So that's why, um, you know, that's why I did that, but, um, not everybody loves school, but it doesn't matter. You can, as you said, you can kind of build upon each career and, um, and hopefully, like you said, land in the right spot. Yeah. Even if it's at a, you know later age or whatever.
2: so. And, you know, I, I think more and more, I don't think any of us should worry about age or anything like that because, and I think that's the best message about this podcast in particular is that it doesn't matter. Like even people out there may be in their, in their 30s or 40s and they feel like, oh, I'm stuck in this rut and this I, yes. this is a career I chose. I'm always going to be in this and this thing. Sure. There's always opportunity and yes. that door opens to try something new.
1: Yes. I love that. Whether you're forced to or whether you choose yeah. to.
2: Yeah. Some um, people, like you said, you know, what, what was that saying about some people about wearing the crown? Some people are, you know, you might be forced in a situation, you might choose it, but some, if you keep your eyes open, something can happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And go with it. And don't be afraid to go with it because as I said, people are there to support you. So um, take advantage of it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think, I know that when mm-hmm. I
2: ended up unemployed, and, and wasn't expecting it. I had this one opportunity to go out on my own and I was terrified mm-hmm. i mean i had those golden handcuffs i worked in office forever i was worried can i support myself my husband was worried that we could support you
0: know we're a two-income family this, right. you know.
2: and i think it, after about a year he said you know i i thought maybe you'd make enough to pay the cable bill and he said no,
0: <laughs> no he said he's doing gotta, a little I, bit better than that <laughs> he's like i
2: i and and you know thanks to him for having the also the courage to say all right you know let's give this a year and let's see what happens you know right. we'll, tighten our belts for a little while and see if you can make this happen. But that's what I just hope anyone watches takes away. You know, all of us in these boxes all started something different later in life and ended right. up in something we liked better.
1: Yeah. But yeah. we all
2: had to have the courage to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was just asked, like, are you the kind of person who wants to learn who takes a challenge, but won't do it unless she knows it's going to work out right. Um, you know, and, and to think that about yourself. Like, am I willing to jump at a challenge without much knowledge? Am I willing to jump at a challenge with some knowledge? Or am I not willing to jump at a challenge because I'm afraid I'm going to fail? Yeah. And, you know, it's that's an interesting thing to learn about yourself too. And answering that question about yourself is then can you jump at it so a challenge presents itself to you? I worked in a bakery too. I mean I baked. I did I'm thinking, what else can I do? I've done a lot of stuff. Um yeah. And I think, too, there's always failures along the – not failures, but
1: bumps, like major bumps. Well, that's – it's funny because that's one of the biggest reasons I want to build another self-storage facility is because I'm I'm like, okay, all of this uh, angst and problems and mistakes, you know, can't go – everything I've learned from all that, I just don't want to just forget about that. It's like, okay, let me take all those mistakes that I've learned from – and let me see if I can do it right, you know, or better. Yeah. Right. The next time smoother, smoother, maybe <laughs> that's it. Smother. You know, not necessarily better or, or whatever. Cause I'm very happy with, with the project, but maybe smoother.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, Yeah. Cause now that was your labor of love project. Right. You know, you were doing that the whole time to finish out your husband's dream, right now it's become your dream and, and it's almost like you're raising your children when you do it from the ground up. I mean, you're giving birth to this project and you're raising it. It's your baby, yeah. you know, That's um, true. it's a little, it's, I don't know if it's easier or harder. It's, it's longer to give birth to a building, yeah. but, <laughs> but I don't know they, if it's they to back. Is, yeah, Right? The pain is completely different.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so. So where do you, yeah. so next up for you would
1: be maybe looking toward the south. That would be next. Yeah. I, I just love this whole, I love, um, you know, you know that I don't, I live in Union County, but, um, I love the Red Bank area. I love Monmouth County. Um, I relax every minute I go over that Driscoll bridge, you know, from, from up here, um, so I'd like to kind of go, and maybe maybe even below Mammoth, but um, just kind of look, look out that way. That's kind of where I'm looking to settle as well, um, personally. And uh, my children are hoping I settle soon down that way. They like to surf year-round and, and whatever. So uh, just a little little calmer um, than, than where I'm at right now. So, yeah, so I'm kind of looking down that way. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm thrilled to be part of the chamber as well. So.
2: Funny when you mentioned the Driscoll Bridge because I grew up at the Shore Shore, and yeah. all of my friends who still live there always say like half of them don't ever cross the Driscoll Bridge. Yeah, and when you do, they consider <laughs> that North Jersey. Like, yeah. that's the North. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah,
0: how things change after you come over. Depending on which which direction you're going, which way you're, going, which how you you're going. going how you. Go. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, it's funny living here. People don't even like to leave the peninsula. Like you know, mm-hmm. like seriously, mm-hmm. they won't even like go. Like you know, for people who live in Rumson and Fairhaven to go into Red Bank for dinner, sometimes it's like a hike. Yeah. And it's like seriously, yes. you guys yes. just want to eat in Seabright and, but you can eat forever in Seabright and Rumson and Fairhaven. There are tons of places to eat. Sure, there's some very know, nice restaurants in yes. Rumson that but, I love. But there's also <laughs> lots of restaurants all over the place, and you gotta leave yeah. the peninsula, people. Sometimes yeah. you just yeah. gotta leave. True. By the way, does has anyone heard that there they? might open the streets in Red Bank for outside dining So yes. would be interesting. Inside scoop on that. Not inside mm-hmm. scoop because it's not really inside scoop. Um, I did clarify that with Red Bank River Center. And that is uh, the municipality put something in place to be able to do that once outside dining was legal in the state. So they had put that plan into place in their municipality to handle mm-hmm. it when it became legal in the state. So they were already forward thinking to what are we going to do if there's still, I don't know that the plans are completely, completely done. I know they're still working on them because if you close certain streets, that's great for the restaurants that are in that area. But what about the restaurants that are not, or what about the restaurants that don't have areas for outdoor dining? And so there's a lot of consideration to be done Mm -hmm. for all that. But yes, that is, and it's not every day, all the time at certain times that they will be allowed to move stuff further out. And I think, think a it's lot so of cool,
2: that like all Broad Street, if you could like like they have done now would, in Times Square, you could walk Yeah, wouldn't that yeah be awesome. it, it wouldn't be
0: all of that. And it can't be Front Street because that's the path to the hospital. Oh. Um, so they can't close Front Street. So it would be part it would be from Front Street to I think White on Broad. Oh, and wow. then part of White and part of Mammoth, maybe. Um, I okay. think that's what I heard. But kind I mean, of like I don't how don't they close for the festivals. For the festivals you you think, and all stuff, else? yes. Yeah. And I think because they already had the plans for that, so it made it easier for them to adjust them. But sure. the other issue is the ABC, the Alcohol and Beverage Commission, right? Isn't that what ABC is? The mm-hmm. ABC still has to um, come out with the guidelines for how far the le- liquor licenses can extend beyond the physical buildings. So oh, there's that gosh. part from a state standpoint as well. Who has the licenses? How far can they go? And and all that kind of stuff. So, because again, and one of the things they're noticing now is with the closed beverages, you know, you can buy alcohol in a closed cup with a piece of tape over it. But what's to stop somebody from walking five feet away from you and drinking open alcohol, which is still illegal? Mm. So they they have to really look at the whole picture when they're planning that out and deciding that that's one of the things I've learned by doing sitting on these committees and everything is the whole picture. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's scary. (laughs) You know, you've got a whole state of lives on your hand and then you've got the whole economic life of your state in your hands. And how do you balance the two and make it fair for everyone? And and life isn't fair for everyone in my, you know, so Mm. I think that, you know, it's, there's a lot of input from the ground up, there's a lot of groups working with groups that can get to the people who make the decisions. So the more information you share with your local groups, like the more information that's shared with me about my businesses, the more I can share up the line and the more information I can feed down. Um, so that, you know, awesome. talk about learning. I haven't exactly. stopped learning in the last three months. <laughs> <Never stop. laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh.
2: Yeah. So, well this has been a fun one. This is going I love I'm all so about power. i really enjoyed so it. I love these See
0: Jane we're too. I know, I know.
1: Yeah. I was you know a little concerned.
2: Nerve <laughs> wracking. I know the first time they asked me to do a talk, I was like, I dreaded it every day. I was like, oh god, I'm one day closer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately it's 10 o'clock now. So oh. we all our lovely oh. podcast. So we will be back here for our next podcast with Carrie herbert from cpc behavioral health in two weeks and mm-hmm. um following that two weeks after that we have kelly and Stu jossberger from stumpy's ah. um so you bring an axe yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they'll use that big thor axe <laughs> that, that <laughs> ming has in the studio so oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> thank you everybody have a great week yeah um, well thank you for having me this was really a pleasure you. and uh Yeah. Enjoy everybody. Thanks. Thanks. And we'll see you guys at EMAC BAHs or EMAC Connections online. Absolutely. Okay. Bye.